Coaches and athletes are often driven by an unquenchable thirst to push the limits of what is achievable. Can we win more games, throw farther, jump higher, run faster? But what if the goal is not to pursue limits, but rather to live in a state where limits are irrelevant? Is it possible that the current emphasis in sports on being the best and outperforming the competition is inferior to what could be experienced? We believe the answer is a resounding yes. As believers, we are designed to recognize and respond to God's activity in our lives. What if there is an entirely different way to interact with God's presence while competing? Can we recognize and respond to God in real time on the court or field? The Created to Be podcast will interview coaches, athletes, and FCA staff to discuss the ways they see God and interact with His activity in their day-to-day lives. The point is that God didn't create coaches and athletes to do. He created them to be. Welcome to the Created to Be podcast, a podcast produced by the Mississippi State FCA staff for the coaches and athletes at Mississippi State. I'm your host, Bethany Pigott, and I'm joined today with my husband, Justin. Say hi, Justin. Hello. And our guest is Jeremiah Pierce. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Jeremiah competed in the shot put and discus at MSU, and he now serves his former team through FCA. So welcome to the show, Jeremiah. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to be with you and just to talk about formation and um, just our spiritual formation, how God shapes us and forms us through his activity in our lives. And so we're going to talk about how sharing our faith with others and the things that God is doing in our lives, how that not only impacts ourselves as we share, but also the people that are around us. Um, So we're excited to hear your story today, Jeremiah. Um, Before we do that, I just want to kind of establish some language as we navigate these podcasts so that as we say certain words that our listeners will, um, you know, kind of know, have an idea what we're talking about. So I've already mentioned the word formation. And basically, we just mean the process of God shaping us into the image of Christ. So this idea that we engage in this process, that we work to, um, you know, notice his activity in our life. And then we participate in this, in this process with him by wrecking his, recognizing his activity and then responding to it in real time moments. And in the, the upcoming podcast, we'll hear more from Jeremiah about how he does that. Um, so it could be through scripture reading, maybe in worship or hearing scripture taught, but that we see God and we respond. Um, the other word is encounter. And I like to describe this as, you know, Justin, when you're like, when we're, uh, talking at home, you might be like in the kitchen and I come around the corner and I see you and I'm like, Hey, Justin, how was your day? And we just have a conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. But then there's also these times where we might think I'm not talking about encounter. Like our kids will like hide around the house sometimes and they'll just pop out and like scare us. Um, that could also be an encounter, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an intentional face-to-face conversation, interacting in a relational way. Um, so that is what we mean by encounter. So if we talk about encounters with Jesus, um, that's all that means is that we see him in a relational way and, um, talk to him. Um, so another word is presence. Um, so I think of the same thing where, you know, I'm walking into the room and I, I feel someone's presence. So Jeremiah, you carry a very, um, energetic, joyful presence. So when you walk into a room, I can experience that and, other people will experience that and they will be impacted by who you are, just even if you don't ever open your mouth, but just that presence that you carry. And so I like to remind people that Jesus, he is a man and that he has presence. And so we can begin to recognize his presence 
as we know who he is, just like we recognize other people's presence. Um, and then the last thing, which is where we're going to transition into this episode is just the word sharing and the topic of sharing. Uh, so when we share our stories or share what God is teaching us, things like this, it helps us navigate, um, you know, how we process our own story when we share, um, and it grows us, but then it also builds other people up and it encourages them to maybe step into some things that maybe they hadn't thought about that they can interact with Jesus like. And so we're excited to hear those things from you today. So I'm going to stop, um, talking. Those are kind of the four words we wanted to kind of establish a baseline for, but we'd love to hear from you, Jeremiah, your earliest encounter with Jesus. So if you'd share that with us. Okay. So earliest, um, so this probably was really early because uh, I was a PK. So I've always been around God and known about God. So, um, but I would say for like a true earliest encounter, that would have been like COVID time um, because, you know, I had been knowing of him, but actually experiencing him was uh, not until that moment. So it was during COVID, like 2020, 2019. Um, and I was in my room and I had gotten to the point where I was like, I think everybody was kind of with me. We all kind of felt like didn't know what was going, like fear, didn't know what was next um, and kind of loneliness. So I was at um, school still because it was kind of bad in Georgia where I'm from. So it made more sense for me to stay on campus a little bit more safe. Um, and it kind of like I was kind of separated from everyone. But I had been like, hey, God, I need I need you in this moment because I'm like by myself. So. I was just listening to worship one day um, and this was just like like a new type of listening. Like this wasn't just a typical. This was like like I need something. Mm. And um, so when I was there and it was just a, a super crazy moment that I'll never forget. Um, I was on the floor and um, like this heavy presence just sat on top of me. And I guess that kind of goes with that encounter and presence at the same yeah. time. Um, but it was just like a weight. It was like a weighted blanket just yeah. sat on me. And I just couldn't do anything but cry. I think that's kind of what we do when we encounter God is just like, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, but that was a moment um, where I really encountered God in a supernatural way that changed my life. And then it was from there. It was like um, it was like a fresh start for me. It was like I looked at things different because I knew like God was not far away, but he was right here with me. So mm -hmm. I, I guess that would be my earliest encounter, um, like true encounter that changed me. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And it sounds like you were really at this place of desperation. Like yes. I feel like sometimes when, you know, our worlds aren't interrupted, um, we can just kind of go through the routine, yeah. but then there is this place where somehow you get to the end of self and you're like, what's here? Nothing, you know, <laughs> right, like right. I need you. Um, so that's what I hear. Um, in that story. So that's really good. Um, so what about when you encountered Jesus and received his salvation, like recognized your need for him and what he did for us on the cross? Okay. So, yeah, I think I, I gave my life to Jesus at a really young age. I, I can't, I'm not sure when it was, it was like maybe preteens. Um, but then I was like encouraged again. Uh, I had been baptized, but it was like 13 or 14, maybe 15, mm -hmm. that I felt like this unction to like give my life again, to mm -hmm. like really do it this time and, and baptize myself. Uh, well, not baptize myself, but yeah. to be baptized. Um, and I received it because it was like uh, an understanding that I needed him more than 
I thought I did. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yet it wasn't that encounter quite yet, but it was just a kind of building up to that moment where I was like, Hey, I need you. So, mm-hmm. um, and I, I felt like a tug every time I would hear sermons mm-hmm. or, um, just hear the music and the worship songs, it would just kind of change my heart in a different way, it made me want to uh, change my life in a certain way. So mm-hmm. I would say at that age, um, I really received his salvation. And that's where my growing process of where I am today kind of really started and was uh, that seed was planted there. That's so good. Yeah, that's awesome, Jeremiah. Um, just continuing on that experience, what did you see, feel, and hear? And then how did you respond? Okay, so... I don't know. It's like a feeling of, I think we all kind of experienced the goosebumps mm-hmm. or the, um, just like a, um, emotional, like change. It was like, man, I feel God's heart. Mm-hmm. It was like, I, mm-hmm. I kind of feel his heart and how much he loves me. That's good. And then also I kind of felt the heart of like where I had been and where I, what I had done. It was mm-hmm. like, man, that's not what I want to give him because of his heart for me. Um, so it kind of just gave me like a, a mindset of like repentance. It was like, man, I want to change everything. I want to race everything I did bad and I want to <laughs> just be good. You know, it kind of gave me that. Um, and as I've grown, I've learned that it's not that type of process that we think it's not just erase everything we've done. It's not that quiet. It's like more of God grows us and matures us to be, who he wants us to be because mm-hmm. back then I was kind of the do, you mm-hmm. know, I was like, man, I got to do this. I got to do better. I got to, um, but as I've grown, I've learned that, um, all God wants us to do is be. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to over time learn, Hey, if I'm just being who he's called me to be, I'll end up naturally doing everything that he wants me to do. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So good. I love to, I uh, said, I mean, it's, it's really how you talked about learning the voice of God and learning who God is. I mean, because it, it initially it probably you were like repentance. It felt kind of almost kind of like a, I don't know, probably condemnation, mm-hmm. shame. Like I just want to do better. I want to do all this, but really you started learning his heart, and you realize it was just like a godly sorrow. It was an entrance into mm-hmm. just receiving his love. Yeah, like it's all love. The whole thing was love. It was never woe is you, <laughs> right? You <Yeah>. nasty person. <laughs> right. Like it was like no, I love you this much. Yeah. And then you started seeing his his perfection and his goodness, and you're like, oh, wow. Jeremiah, I love what you shared, and it just reminds me of Psalm 4610 um, that says, Be still and know that I am God. And that, that word know, part of its definition is to know by way of experience. And so I love how you described how you experienced that. I know that a lot of people oftentimes experience God in our mind. You know, he's, he's constantly challenging what we think and what we believe. But I, there's also opportunity to just open ourselves up to experience him in a deep way that sometimes we don't even have words for. Yeah, yeah. And so I appreciate how you were, you communicated so good, giving us some language for that because it can be hard to describe. Um, and some people don't experience that, which is totally fine too. But just, just to encourage those who listen that we can, that there's this dynamic relationship available to us in Christ that we can see, feel, hear, touch him and, and the same and the back and forth and back and forth, just like a, a relationship with other people. Um, so anyway, thank you for sharing that. We're going to take a quick break and then come back and finish with more stories about how you've encountered Jesus. Living out your faith in college can be a challenge, let alone in your sport, but it doesn't have to be. Come join FCA in the Crane Theater Room in the Shire Fieldhouse on Monday nights at 8 p.m. to fellowship with other athletes and encounter God together. We look forward to seeing you there. 
All right. Welcome back. Um, Jeremiah, just if we, as we wrap up, if you would just, if you have any other encounters you would like to share with us, uh, we would love to hear those today. Yeah. So, uh, I remember I was, uh, maybe eight, nine, um, and I was outside of my papa's church and it was like dark outside. It was kind of like a, I don't know where we'd be there. Maybe, a Bible study or something. I'm not sure. Um, but I was out there and I, I don't know. I was at a curious moment in my life and I was just like, um, I picked up a rock. I was like, God, if you're real, show me. And so I just tossed the rock and, you know, not thinking anything about tossed it. Next thing I know, I heard it. Ding. It had hit. So, you know, like, um, the handicap signs or mm-hmm. the little things that kind of, so there was this one behind the church. Like there was a bunch of grass and there was this one right there behind the church on the side. I couldn't see it because of where I was in front of the church. So I just threw it up. It had hit the one sign in the whole entire yard. Wow. And when I tell you that blew my mind and I got scared and I kind of took off running. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, that's not, I wasn't ready for that. But I don't know, that moment kind of sparked something in me. Mm-hmm. It kind of was like, whoa, like what was the chance? It's like, that wasn't a mistake. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that good like at. You know, I'm not like Justin Pitcher, you know, that was, that's not me. So the fact that that happened, um, I think that was crazy and it was supernatural. Um, And then I had another moment when I was at home. This was uh, probably about a year ago. And I had really like, really given my life to Christ. I was like, hey, I'm falling for real this time. And um, so I end up, I was in my room. I had, you know, just had a normal day. And so I went to sleep. Yo, so it was like... (laughs) <laughs> I was up, but I was still asleep at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was this trend that I was mm-hmm. in. And I felt this presence just walk past me, like behind me. But it was on my bed. So like my room is like the bed and the walls right up against the bed. So there's no way to walk. So it was just like this presence just like hovered past me while I was sleeping. But I was up. My eyes were open, but I couldn't move. And it was like, read Daniel. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, what? <laughs> so I was like, whoa, could you say that again? Because it was like, it was kind of scary, but at the same time, it wasn't because I was comforted by that presence. Like yeah. I experienced, like, I was like, that's a good presence. That's not a bad one. <laughs> um, so it was like, I was like, can you say that again? I didn't hear you. And it li- literally came back. It was like, read Daniel. And I couldn't hear the rest. It was like muffled. So I got up not knowing what just had happened. And I read Daniel and I read the entire book of Daniel. <laughs> like I was that encouraged yeah, that I read I'm the entire this. book of Daniel. Um, and I just, I don't know. It was just, I learned a lot in that, but I, I got up the next morning and I was like, mom, dad, um, God just kind of walked past casually through me, told me to read Daniel and I read Daniel <laughs> and they were like, wow. And so that, that was another encounter where I was like, you know, stuff like this is undeniable. Yeah. It's like when that happens, you know, yeah, I, what I do is for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's when I had first started really getting into ministry. Mm-hmm. And it was um, just an encouragement for me just to know like I'm here with you. Mm-hmm. And so um, and I've got plenty of other moments, but it's just like he kind of reassures us as yeah. we walk, um, because sometimes we can get tired, even mm-hmm. as ministers or mm-hmm. even as um, people who are going out and doing the gospel. Like it gets tiring sometimes because we have to fight with the real world situations that we deal with our families, our lives and personal situations. And so it was just one of those moments. He was like, hey, be still and know. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just one of those moments He's like, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And um, it just encouraged me. Um, so that was a couple of those encounters that I've experienced that really like. Wow. You know, wow me. So, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Mm -hmm. I think that 
when those things happen, when I've had experiences like that, especially if God catches me off guard, which, you know, sometimes I'm like, how in the world could you catch me that off guard? (laughs) But anyways, I mean, he's God, obviously, but I just, I think so much, like I try to think ahead so much that I'm like, I don't know. I already have this plan. How are you going to surprise me? Um, but anyways, just that it, it re-energizes me a lot of times because of like you're saying, we can be fatigued. Um, yeah, just the importance of sharing these things, Jeremiah, like, thank you for doing that. We have to remember these instances. Mm-hmm. Like the Bible talks a lot about remember, remember the Lord saying that a lot to um, Israelites in Old Testament. Don't forget these things. Yeah. And I think that's what we have to do as believers to continue to push forward, to give each other permission to keep going, um, because there are so many encounters just waiting for yeah. us mm-hmm. daily with the Lord. And um, yeah, and as as even those in ministry, we can get very comfortable yeah. in just the typical things that we experience in the day. Um, when the Lord's like, man, I've got so much for you. Mm-hmm. I want you to see and hear all of those things. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a few things that you've said that I just want to, again, kind of give language for is that you've talked about like a heaviness or a weightiness. And what I I have come to know about that particular feeling sometimes when we were like, this isn't bad, but it it feels almost like I can't move. That's what I would define as the fear of the Lord. Like when we read that wow, in scripture. Yeah. It's like, this is the fear of God. And it's not like we're scared of God, but we also know we recognize that he's here. Yeah. And so when you get to that point, having to navigate and learn, okay, if God's presence is here, then what do I do? Like, do <laughs> I do anything? Do I just sit here? Do I get on the floor? Do I, you know? And so you kind of described some of that in some of these stories. And then also just in following Christ, like you've said a few times, you know, like I had this encounter with the Lord or like, this is when I recognized him as, you know, savior and Lord, but then I rededicated my life. And I think that's a really important point, um, to like, I've been baptized a few times and it's just, sometimes things aren't as like, you know, sequential as maybe our minds want it to be like, Oh, just check this box, check this box. And then you're good. Like it's a relationship. And so there's times where there's mystery in that. And the Mm -hmm. Lord may be drawing us to do something that, we could be like, well, God, I already did that. I already prayed that. Or, I, and it doesn't mean that first prayer was insincere. It could be that he's actually taking you to a, to another level of intimacy or relationship with him. And so we just respond. And that's what we want to be people that our hearts are soft enough to hear from the Lord and to humbly respond. And sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't. And I love it when he gives us confirmation, Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes he doesn't and, or it might be years before he does. And so, um, it's just that, but that's how, if we think about how relationships work, relationships are dynamic like that. You know, someone says something or shows an act of kindness or love. And then that person receiving it has a responsibility to somehow respond. And so that's what we want to talk about on this podcast and continue to share through story so that hopefully you know, all of, all of the ways that all of us respond will be different, but just to know, um, that this is a dynamic relationship with the Lord. So Jeremiah, as we, we're going to close here, but how can athletes, if they want to connect with you, find you on Instagram, Twitter, anything like that? Um, can you share, you know, how they can do that? Yeah. So I deleted Twitter a long time ago <laughs> nice. for the better. <laughs> or I should say X. I'm sorry. I'm not up with the times. Right. <laughs> but, uh, I do have Instagram. So it's underscore Jeremiah Pierce underscore. And then, uh, like Facebook and everything, just type in Jeremiah Pierce and I'll pop up. But yeah, definitely go follow. I'll follow back, you know, so definitely yeah. out there. Awesome. All right. We're going to, we're going to, uh, catch up with Jeremiah again on the next episode. And we're going to talk about how we encounter Jesus 
just in our own scripture reading and what revelation is not the, not the, um, book of revelation, but just how we know certain things just whenever we read. And so that's going to be a fun conversation too. So make sure to come back and join us for that episode. Thanks for listening to the created to be podcast. To learn more about Mississippi State FCA, visit www.msufca.org and follow us on Instagram at HailStateFCA underscore. If you would like to become a financial partner, visit www.fca.org slash donate to sow into the work God is doing through FCA at Mississippi State.